Our culture might be telling you that your small daily choices don't matter, but every daily sip, bite, song, walk, prayer, chat, and snooze doesn't amount to nothing. It amounts to eternity. Welcome to the Daily Nothings Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Roach. Let's dive into what our world thinks means nothing. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Nothings Podcast brought to you by Courtney Mae Roach and Megan Siobhan Day. Is yes. that how it's said? That okay. Is. <laughs> Just a I couple have, of Irish girlies this morning. That is morning. so true. We have like very <laughs> Irish names. Everyone yes. always laughs at my middle name because it's <laughs> it doesn't it look like, like Siobhan? Yeah, there's literally a B in it. It makes no sense. Yeah. It makes Siobhan, no sense. It's my middle name. It's fun. Siobhan like it. and Maeve. Yeah. That's we should start cute. a brand, like a clothing line, like oh, Siobhan and Maeve. That so is fun. tender. That's tender prairie farm girl vibes. I love it and so I much. love a milkmaid. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Patent pending. Okay, love it. Anyway. Love it. Cheers, y'all. Hi, welcome to another episode of The Daily Nothings. We're just moving and grooving and learning and, you know, we're exercising, we're learning, we are growing, we are smiling, we are frowning, we are all the things with the Lord and I cannot explain how excited I am for this podcast. Megan and I were just saying how we really can't believe that it's taken us this long Mm -hmm. to get to the topic of today because this is something that has legitimately set my hair on fire for years. <laughs> and I don't know how I haven't made it like, like this would have been like a launch podcast. Like yeah. this would have been like episode two. Honestly. And it like literally didn't come up until the Lord punched me in the nose this afternoon in the shower. And it was so fun. That was all I, I, I didn't get hurt by Jesus, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's a figure of speech. <laughs> it was a love it was a love punch, you know. Um a love punch in my sweater teeth. Remember sweater teeth? Oh, those were the old days. Throwback. Old days, LOL. We're on episode sixteen. I'm acting like I've been doing this for years. But anyway, um here's me and my chaotic energy. I'm excited. I'm jumping over my own words. Megan, how would you describe yourself as you sit behind the microphone today? I am caffeinated i'm excited amazing i i really i feel like you're gonna go off on this episode and i <laughs> i do too i'm ready for it i'm here for I it i kind of want to like put my hair back and roll up my sleeves literally like, let's get in there let's you know do this. exactly so let's get in there Th- this is how the week has been going it's been um above average but like more average like just kind of a regular week like you know how when people are like how are you doing and you're like I wish I had something exciting to report but it's really just been normal I'm just going about life and I'm you know getting good night's rest every night I'm making my coffee at home I'm doing my part I'm cooking my Brussels sprouts um I'm smiling at strangers. I'm driving in the snow. <laughs> nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Which is and out of the ordinary for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, That's you, why I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> no, literally. I feel like every time I call so true. you, you're like, OMG, you'll never guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah absolutely. New, to report. <laughs> absolutely. And so, like, I typically have to put little to no effort into any prep for the topic of the podcast. But this week, I've really had to, like, be a professional and, like, think through, okay, what am I going to discuss this week? Because I haven't had any, like, 
incredible run-ins with celebrities or like $300 that I find under my seat at the movie theater. You know, like I haven't had any of those like crazy, wow, you're so blessed stories. (laughs) I'm sounding so arrogant. I'm over-exaggerating things, but I'm just saying like, yeah, it's just been a normal week. And so I'm over here sweating, you know, just sweating, sweating, sweating with Jesus, figuring out what on earth should I talk about this week, Lord? I am as you could say, drawing a blank and I'd love a little help. Could you help me out? And so I'm like, I'm reading Magnificat meditations. I'm sitting with scripture. I'm journaling. I'm going to therapy. Different things are sticking out to me. I'm like, wow, that's really beautiful. I could really, really dive into that. But that is quite dense. And that is going to take some some elbow grease, if you will. I'm going to have to get out a shovel and get to digging with you and all of the angels and saints, because that that's something that that's something that's personal. That's yeah. private and none of that business. But we could go there. Um, and then there is like, I don't know, therapeutic, like mental health things over here on the left side that I'm looking at. And I'm like, OK, yeah, I could totally share that again no one's business at all whatsoever but i could totally we could we could make millions on that topic let's dive into that and so i'm like sitting in prayer this morning i'm journaling in my bed with my my coffee and i'm like okay jesus which one like you pick both are imprudent knowing fully well that they're imprudent but i'm like you pick whatever you want lord whatever you want me to share and then crickets to no surprise, because I picture Jesus tapping his cute toe, <laughs> saying, Courtney, maybe you know better. We are not talking about those on the air. Yeah, <laughs> that is not yeah. happening. Um, we've barely unpacked them together. How many times do we have to go over this? Um, but yeah, I didn't realize that until later in the day. And so, yeah, I, I started to listen to this podcast that was about content creators. And I was really anticipating it to be a little bit more of... Um, what I'm about to share, but instead it was very much this like, yeah, we're just like you and me. Um, <laughs> we're just an average Joe Schmo. We just make our living on multi million dollar companies sending us sheets and us talking about the sheet and thread count of the sheets <laughs> and how life changing they are. Like we're we're just an average person. Like don't hate us, you know and. I'm not trying to totally tear down that podcast, but I was I was a little bit disappointed because it brought up a lot of things that I actually can't stand about content creators. Um, yeah. And Megan, I told her about this, and she goes, "Do you ever hate that term, content creators?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> it's my job, it's my life." She was like, "It just like." Makes my skin crawl a little. It's <laughs> <was> like, okay. <laughs> I think I will explain myself a little bit here because I, I want to hear more about this. Yeah. I feel like when I hear that term now, it's like, it feels like people are digging and trying to make something up to stay relevant or sure. to give the people something. It's kind of like, honestly, yeah. what we were talking about, like trying to come up yeah. with a topic. It's like, okay. Are we going to make something up or are we going to overshare something so that we have some content? And I feel like it's that content for the sake of content. It's not actually meaningful. I feel like that is what makes my skin crawl. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I was like, oh, content creation. But it's like, (laughs) obviously, that's literally what our podcast is. It's like we're creating content for people to listen to. (laughs) But I just hope that it's 
not it's never fake or it's never like oh we have to come up with something so we're going to talk about this weird thing even though it doesn't matter you know what i mean right right but like honestly that is exactly what irritates me to high heavens as well and like yeah this whole content creators influencer culture i'm in there i love it I would classify myself as a content creator and an influencer with my small audience of 5,000 followers on Instagram, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, like it depends on the person that term might make your skin crawl or you might be like, yeah, that's me. Um, But what I'm going to share in this podcast, it really has to do with both content creators, influencers, and literally like my dad, who is a Facebook genius, you know, Mm -hmm. like any person applies to this topic. I think that it is most relevant for the people that have a a voice on social media and have a following on social media. But like also everyone else is just as much to blame as well as like Mm -hmm. to join in on this little conviction train that I'm on toot toot because Yeah. yeah, the concept we're talking about today is oversharing, you know, and Megan touched on that, but like we are obsessed with oversharing. Like it is just ridiculous. And I want to ask you this question before we get into it of like, recall to your mind. I'm not even going to ask if you have, if you haven't awesome, but recall to your mind, if you have ever felt like, icky or like cringy or just like eh, I don't know if I should have said that about any situation conversation post that you've shared with your own words or feelings like yeah just really think about that think about if you've ever been like mm, I shouldn't have said that you know very mm-hmm. common thing for us to feel and I want you to like really hone in on that moment with me because I can think of, I don't know, a trillion situations that I've put myself in where I walk away feeling that way and then ask yourself like, okay, with what I shared, was that something that Jesus wanted me to keep just between the two of us? Was that something that he was saying like, yeah, this is something like, yeah, Courtney, I've helped you realize this. I've helped you realize this point of weakness or this conviction or this beautiful image in prayer. And yeah, you just shared it and you didn't ask me if you could share it. And that hurt my heart. Like that happens all the time. And there's so many different situations, right? Like this could be, this could be something where I had a gorgeous image in prayer and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was absolutely juicy. I love it so much. I'm sharing it with everyone because it's going to get 900 likes in 30 seconds and I cannot wait for everyone to love me. (laughs) Or there can be a revelation where you're like, oh wow, I'm acting out of woundedness here. I'm acting out of the insecurity and fears in my life. And I'm now going to emotionally use others to make me feel like those wounds and those fears aren't there um, just to get instant satisfaction. And I'm going to speak out of that and get what I want for the moment and take, take, take. And then I'm going to leave. Like it can be, it can be anything like oversharing is a very, very regular concept in our society. But if you overshare everything all the time, whether that be on social media with male friendships, with female friendships, like there is no room for divine intimacy And divine intimacy is the secret sauce. Like it is the flavor that you're like, hmm, it's just missing that one thing. Oh, that one thing is divine intimacy. I almost promise you. Like it is, 
Yeah, it's it's everything. And I, there's so many excited thoughts popping around in my mind right now, like little hot kernels on a pan making popcorn. Because there's <laughs> like, okay, there's so many segments of this. Let's start with the married person. I'm going to start with you, Megan. Yes. When you and Jake have a situation happen, that is you and Jake's business. That is right. you and Jake's personal affairs. Yeah. I, as your best friend, don't know a lot of things yeah. about you and Jake's marriage. That's, that Same is so with, true. Yep. Yeah. True. Same with McLean and Andrew. Mm-hmm. I, that is their marriage. That is their, mm-hmm. they are one. That is their business and no one else needs to know about it. If the Lord has greatly convicted that McLean bring up something in her marriage and she share about it. Fantastic. If the Lord has greatly convicted you, Megan, to speak up on the podcast about something that happened within your marriage. Praise the lamb. Can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. But if you if something big happened in your marriage and you just blatantly go out (laughs) and share it. Like, what if, truly, what if something huge happened in your marriage Yeah, and you're like, ooh, yeah, that's great content. I'm just going to get on the podcast and I'm going to just share it. What would Jake do? <laughs> he, would, he would be so upset. He would I be so hurt. I can't even express how hurt he would be. Yeah. 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 One, because that's not his personality. Personality aside, yes. that is taking from your husband. Yeah. In a very private, personal way and using him. Yep. Would that be the right word that you would put behind it? Yeah. Use. Uh, no, well said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So we have situation one. We have popcorn kernel one that just popped off, right? Now we're going to yeah. pop off in a different way. Now we have me, single woman living by herself. You guys know my spiel. And I'm in prayer with Jesus and we're having a little date, right? And yeah. we're talking, we're getting to know each other more. It's beautiful. Candles are lit. And he gives me this beautiful revelation. And I instantly, and this happens so much, I absolutely hate it. Yeah. Something is received. Something is given. He gives me a beautiful little gift. And I instantly go, ooh, how could I write about that? Mm -hmm. Ooh, how could I, how could I give a, a talk about that? And in some ways it's beautiful because I've got this heart to share the gospel. I want every single person to be absolutely infatuated in love with the person of Jesus Christ. But it is so like, like picture this in a second. I'm sitting crisscross applesauce in my bedroom. Lights are off. Candles are lit. I'm journaling. I'm loving Jesus. I'm praising God. He's looking at me crisscross applesauce right across from me. He gives me this gift. I open it. I don't say, oh my gosh, Jesus, oh my gosh, no, this is crazy. Thank you. Oh my goodness. I Yeah, what is this? Let's talk about this. Or I don't understand it. Let's talk about it. Or I'm so obsessed. I'm crying. I love it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No gratitude is had. I take it. I look the other direction. I look away from him and I go, oh, how could I use that? Mm. This is good. This is really good. I want to use yeah. this. And then I act on it. Let's say I act on it. Let's say I overshare. I, yeah, I use what he gave me again, use and Mm -hmm. I sell it and it is selling like hotcakes and people are liking it like absolutely like I'm selling crack cocaine. (laughs) Like it is like (laughs) another level of obsession becoming Courtney's popping off. I'm getting thousands of followers, like all this glory, 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 glory. 
And in those moments, you're not really happy. You're like, I don't know if that was right. Did I even talk to, like, do I even understand that gift fully yet? Like, did I even take the time to actually pray through that gift from him? Um, yeah, that's so hurtful yeah. to Jesus for him to give me that gift and then turn around and use it. And that's something that I started struggling with when I started becoming Courtney back in literally, I don't even know. I think I 2018 no I started the blog. That sounds I right. think I started it in 2018. Yeah. It was right after I graduated from college and yeah, I really struggled with this and it was something that really bothered me because I would like start writing something and then I would be like, I can't share it. And I'm not saying that to be like, I'm perfect at not oversharing. Be like me. That is so false. And I'll get into how that's so false when we get past this example. But like it has been something that has been eating at me for so long because it's like, no, this is my Lord and Savior. This is my love. This is a gift from him. And I would love to share this, but it's actually not prudent for me to share this. And so I'm not going to. And there were months that I wouldn't post anything on Becoming Courtney because I was like, I don't know what to say. I'm figuring so much out with Jesus right now. There is no way I could put this into a pretty post with a cute picture. Absolutely no way at all. And I'm very grateful for the grace that I was given for that passion to always ask him first from the beginning of my blog. But have I still failed? Yes. Does the the post post do as well when I don't consider him? Most of the time, no. No. Which I just find interesting because there have been times that I've been stubborn and I'm like, I'm just going to post it. It's fine. I need to get something out there. I haven't posted in weeks. I'm just going to do it. And then it doesn't do very well. And I'm like, wow, I'm not even getting the benefits of sharing this right now. That sucks. And that's just like, that's use, right? Yeah. But then like... Yeah, it's it's so hard because going going further into the social media aspect of oversharing and then we'll dive into like the friendship aspect of oversharing. It is addicting to mm-hmm. follow people that overshare like, oh, yeah, you can't get enough of it. That's why keeping up with the Kardashians is so popular. That's why the real housewives <laughs> of whatever you want to call it is so popular. Megan knows all about that, doesn't she, little thing? I, I lo- <laughs> it is not one to of call least, you out or anything. It, no, it's true. It's my least favorite uh, quality about myself is that I'm obsessed with reality TV. I, I told my sister, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I hate this about me, and she's like, you know what? This they made it to be addicting. It's not you. Like they, you're doing right. exactly. Exactly what it was made for and I'm like you're right I hate it even more now but yeah I, yeah I'm obsessed I cannot get enough because they just feel like my friends because they overshare right. their entire lives like I know everything about all the housewives of Beverly Hills I can't help it yeah, <laughs> yeah you do and everyone has that like idol in some way um yeah. and yeah it's all brought on by oversharing it is Like the people that are in the algorithm that are like, yeah, this is what I'm doing every single second of every single day. You tune in because it's a reality TV show. You are obsessed with it. You might be annoyed to high heavens with that person, but you're still going to watch them because Mm -hmm. they post every single day and you're obsessed with it. And like we all give into it in some way, shape or form. We all give into it. We're obsessed with it. And I was like, Megan, why do we care? Why are we so invested in 
the people that overshare. What is it that makes us so obsessed with it as a society? And it's the simple fact that we were made for relationship. We were made for relationship. Therefore, when people get on and overshare about themselves, you feel like you know them. You feel like you're best friends with them. When you meet them, you freak out. And then it's like, Reality is all you have is a counterfeit relationship with them. And Megan used that buzzword and I loved it so much because it's just like counterfeit cash. If you've got counterfeit cash, which I hope you don't, that's very legal. <laughs> it is. It looks like money. It feels like money, but it's not money. You can't get anywhere with it. It's not going to help you progress in any way, shape or form. So you're just going to have it to have and to hold until you die. And then it's still worthless. Like it's just. Yeah. A, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of space, you know, and these all of these people and all these relationships that we've built up in our minds are living rent free upstairs. And that is just not OK, because we're spending all of our time in these overshared situations and relationships when we really just need to be investing in the relationship. But because we're so obsessed with all of these different relationships, we literally are not making time for the Lord. Like the amount of time, not to tear you down, Megan, that you've watched Please. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> like to think it about is. how much time you watched that <laughs> and how much time of your life you will never get back <laughs> from that and how much you could have prayed in that, in that time. It's a lot. It's concerning. It is concerning, (laughs) everyone. And the only reason I'm not pooing on myself is because I'm not as much of a reality TV girl. I try, but I'm just not. Yeah. (laughs) Is it a different thing? Is mine maybe worse because it's not reality TV? It's scripted television. I don't know. Maybe you know. Who knows? I don't. I could pray about that a little bit more. But it's just (laughs) it's very interesting how much oversharing sells because. If I got on here and I just shared those two scenarios that I had on my heart that I don't understand, you guys probably would have eaten that up like a Big Mac on a rough day. Like it, it's personal. It's prayer that I haven't figured out yet. It is conversation that is meant to be had with Jesus and that he is so excited to unpack with me. And I could have unpacked it with you. I could have unpacked it with the help of Megan on the phone with me right now. We could have figured it out together and you guys could have gotten to know me real fast. (laughs) But truly, that is none of your business ever. It's just not. Yeah. And I don't know when. I don't know what happened, what revolution it was for our society to get to the point where it's normal for me to know and expect from people that I follow that I get an update about everything. But like a great example of this, I was just talking about in my West Coast Catholic marketing meeting right before this. And that is the fact that if any of you follow Jordan Lee Dooley on Instagram, she posted out of nowhere that she had a baby. Yeah. And for nine months, she has not posted a thing about having a baby. And yeah. everyone is absolutely losing their minds about the fact that she has been pregnant for nine months and none of us knew. Mm-hmm. Are we upset? No. Was it any of our personal business to know? 
No. Like, no. It sure feels it like it. It genuinely wasn't. But it is crazy. <laughs> I, in my heart, feel left out by the yeah, fact <laughs> that I didn't know that she was pregnant because her birth story is gorgeous. She had so many miscarriages, so many rainbow babies, and now it's beautiful that she has a baby. Yeah. And I think it is so awesome that she didn't share that she was pregnant. I think it's so cool because yeah. it was none of our business the entire time, you know? Yeah. And like the expectations that we put on people of like, I'm sure there's some people that are like, oh, I wonder if Courtney's dating anybody or she hasn't talked about dating explicitly in a while. Like, I wonder how that's going. I wonder yeah. if she's discerning religious life. Mm, none of your business. Oh, this person just got married. I wonder how long they're going to wait until they have kids. I hope that they post about whether or not they're struggling with infertility. Mm, none of your business. Like, when did it become our business? It drives me mad. It's none of your business. I could go on and on and on with so many scenarios. Correction, with this, though, there is great, 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 hear my acrylics tapping on my desk, great business that can be shared when the Lord invites us to. Because if the Lord calls you, Let's say Megan becomes an influencer in a week and in her next, like, this is all fake scenario. None of this is real. (laughs) I'm sure you're (laughs) eager to hear what this is. In Mm -hmm. your next attempt to have a child, you find out that Ellie is going to be the only child you are able to give birth to. Sure. Tragic news. Sure. And let's say you and Jake chew it over for a long time and you're like, you know what? It's been months of this. I have a platform. I'm sure there are other people out there that really want to hear this. I'm going to pray about if Jesus wants me to. And then he makes it abundantly crystal clear because he is not a God that leads to confusion. He is a God that leads to clarity. Mm. And then Megan decides to share about it and she builds community from it and continues to pray through it and share as he asks her to. Absolute A plus gold star for you. Yeah. But like... If you force it and you just post because it's like, oh, my gosh, this is a huge thing. People are going to love this and eat it up. Like, I don't know. Like, I just I want us as a society to stop feeding into that behavior because I feel like it really is. I really believe that it is eating away our divine intimacy with Christ. Yeah. Can you define divine intimacy just that for is anyone a great, who hasn't heard that. Great question. Yeah, that is definitely a focus buzzword. And I apologize for not referring <laughs> to the glossary before going into this podcast. Divine intimacy. Two beautiful words. They are, yeah, them put together obviously means that it is like your personal relationship with Christ. Like your your thing. Like that thing that you have with him, you know. Um Like, I don't mind sharing this part because I've shared about it on social media before. Like, Jesus and I, so often when I'm in a drought of prayer, I'll start prayer with saying, like, Jesus, please say my name. Just please say my name. I will wait. I just want to hear you say my name. And then I can hear him say my name eventually. It takes some time. And then I'll begin prayer. And there's certain ways that he communicates with me or doesn't communicate with me or shows me imagery or whatever. It's that, it's that thing that he and I have that no one else has. It's our relationship. It's our conversation, communication, 
disagreements, everything, you know, like it is that personal relationship with Jesus and everyone has one. Everyone has that personal relationship that is not like the other. And that is why it's divine. And that is why it's intimate. Intimacy is when you hear intimacy, you think of intimates, you think of undies, you think of (laughs) private things, you think of sex, you think of marriage, you think of making babies, right? Very, very much a marital act of intimacy, right? And then when you think divine, you think heavenly, you think sacred, you think saints, Jesus, Mary, you know? Yeah, yeah, delicious. Like, oh, that tastes divine, you know? Yeah. And so two very like worldly words, but then like putting them together. I hope that that's a good explanation of it. Like that's how I would say your relationship with Jesus. It is this divine, intimate, private, beautiful, sacred thing that is only between he and you. And if you take everything that he is giving you and just let it out and let it go, then there's no privacy there. There's no intimacy. There's no secrets. You know, when you're dating someone and there's this like really cute joy when you have like an inside joke that you like talked about it to yeah. in the morning over FaceTime and then you're like at Applebee's with all of your friends the next day and your crush says that one thing that you talked about at three in the morning and you just giggle and everyone's like what and you're like nothing don't worry about it and then you're like oh my gosh we totally have a thing that's intimacy <laughs> <laughs> that's private yep <laughs> none of your business <laughs> none of your freaking business you know and you don't want anyone else to know because it's this cute blush worthy thing I want you to blush with Jesus I want you to think Think of something and be like, oh, my gosh, that's so cute. We were just talking about that last night. (laughs) (laughs) And you're talking about the Lord. Okay, that is divine intimacy. And we all it's like it makes prayer so much better. But like there's so many steps to getting there. And if you desire divine intimacy and you don't feel like you have it, I encourage you to set up a consistent prayer routine because just like with a crush, You can't get to know him if you just keep looking at a picture of him and never talk to him, you know, Mm -hmm. like you can't just look at a crucifix every day and say, I know you because you don't. You have to talk to him. Um, And so go and talk to him. Tell him how your day is going and he'll take it from there. He's the man. He wants to lead, (laughs) you know. Yeah. Um, And for men, he's the older brother. Like he wants to lead you there. He wants to be your best friend. Um, And so. Yeah, that's how I would explain it. Did that yeah. make sense, Megan? I kind yeah, of just went awesome. all over the place. No, that oh, was great. great. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Still got it. Still a missionary at heart. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that is, that's the, that's the situation with oversharing on social media. Now I want to veer into two other scenarios um, within oversharing. And those would be exhibit A, oversharing with like best friends or not best friends oversharing with friends and guy friends and Mm -hmm. then the latter of not sharing at all or like not opening up at all and cutting yourself off from community and friendships and so to start with oversharing with friendships and especially male friendships there is just this concept (laughs) of (laughs) leading one on okay And once again, a concept that I care very much about. And it can happen with both girls and boys. Okay. Yeah. When you are meeting a girl and you're like, I I don't know. There's just this, like, I really, I suck at this very much. Um, I 
want to make the girl when I'm grabbing coffee with her feel so welcome and so comfortable and so at peace and free when they're with me um, that I, I very, very easily tend to overshare to make them feel comfortable. And when I'm oversharing and like letting them into my heart, letting them into who I am as Courtney, it gives off the impression that I would like to leave this coffee date as absolute best pals made of honor for life friendships. Yeah. And that's not prudent because guess what? When we leave that coffee date, I am not going to be emotionally available in the way that a best friend should be emotionally available. But we as women do this all the time where we make the other girl feel like they can just depend on us for Mm -hmm. life. And then we leave and we're not there for them in the way that they deserve that. And maybe that girl was really desiring a best friend and really needing one. And instead of me teaching her how to make great friendships elsewhere, I, I gave her the impression that she has found the friend that she's been looking for. She has found the person that she can call late at night. And that's not true because guess what? I might not answer. I might not be there for you in the way that you deserve. And I think especially in ministry-based occupations, this happens way too often where like I've seen it so much um, as I've left focus of like you make so many amazing friendships when you're on campus with students and with teammates and you want them to last for life. But at one point, a girl can only do so much. A girl can only have so many best friends to catch up with. And I know that we all feel that in some way, shape or form. I really, really do believe that in some way, shape or form, every girl has done this with some person. I don't know if that's too bold of a statement, but like it is, it's very easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. What were you saying, Megan? Well, just as you like move on, even transitioning from like high school to college, you're not going to stay friends with everyone from high school. That's just life. So I feel like we've all experienced that. We're like, how many people do I try to keep up with? You know, exactly. Right. Exactly. And so, yeah, that's how we do it with women, with men. I mean, good Lord, that's a whole other podcast topic. But to give a a short little point on it, because I know we're starting to get long here. I really feel like I could talk about this for six hours. Um, I should do a short (laughs) film on it. But yeah, it's just like with men, if you're single, it is absolutely peaches and cream easy to emotionally use a man. We all know it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think even if you're not single. It is easy to emotionally use a man. I don't know. Maybe that's a little bit bold, but like for let's talk like older women that are married, like older moms Yeah. when they like flirt in movies with like the pool boy or whatever, you know, like it's just like it's easy in that moment. <laughs> yeah. You just like get a little jolt of, oh, yeah, this is fun. Like I can feel flirty again. And it's like, no, like yeah. sort out your priorities and Really, like, think about what you're going to say before you say it. And it's so easy to do that with male friendships when, to get back to the single point, you're single and you're feeling lonely and you just wish that you had a boyfriend and you're out with your guy friends and you emotionally use, you overshare, you you say something that you shouldn't have, you flirt a little too much, you... I don't know. Open up your heart. Open up your private, yeah. beautiful daughterhood heart and you let them in a little bit. And then you get nothing in return. 
you might get a little bit of a laugh or a joyful moment of consolation yeah from them affirming you when you opened up but then you leave and you just opened your heart up and you feel used because you shared that part with them they didn't share it back and then you you go on with life and yeah that's why it's like my therapist always says it is so good to just (laughs) take a second think about what you're gonna say and then speak Like, that's it. It's a practical thing. But you get so wrapped up in just sharing, sharing, sharing about everything. And and I I was like, why do I do that? And she was like, well, think about why do you do that? Put yourself in the situation when you open up and then you feel used afterwards. Like, why do you do it? And I was like, it just always goes back to instant gratification. Always. Mm. It always goes back to that moment of like, yep, I can get that instant hit and then I'll move on with life. And instant gratification will never satisfy. It will always lead to that feeling of use in the end, regardless of what form it comes in. Yeah. So those are my little blurbs on relationships. Um, Megan, do you have any thoughts before we move into the ladder of not opening up at all when it comes to relationships? I feel like as you were talking, I was just thinking about like your desire to make people feel comfortable and loved is so good and beautiful and I don't want to paint that as like an ugly thing because I feel like Mm. it's it's like your like instant way of trying to love someone and then it just ends up kind of going in this direction where it's like oh what mess have I maybe gotten myself into but yeah I don't know it's just like using that desire in a way that's going to be better for the person and I think that's why talking about this is so important because yeah you might not even know that you're doing it. Not right. you, but maybe our listeners. And right. just to think like, okay, when I sat and had coffee with that girl, now I feel like best friends, but I actually can't be there for her. What did I do? How could I have done that better? I don't know. I just, it, the desire right. is good. It's just like practically what, right? how do you make that better? Yeah. It's practicing how to use your gifts. Like the Lord yeah. gave you the gift of being hospitable and being warm-hearted and generous with your emotions and feelings, right? But, like, learning how to ring that in and use your gifts properly um, and share in a prudent way and actually love the person sitting across from you, that is the key. And that's yeah. the same with male friendships. Like, actually yeah. figuring out how to love your male friendships as they sit across from you instead of just going about it in the worldly, useful way. That is the key. It's just this this learning process. Jesus wants to teach us. We do not know what we are doing. We do not know. It goes yeah. back to Romans. St. Paul gets it. He really does. But it's like, you don't know what you're doing and you hate what you're doing. Lord, please help me to figure out what I'm doing so that I don't hate what I'm doing anymore. I don't want to be this way. I don't want to overshare. I need your help because oversharing sells and the society is full of it. We have become obsessed. I love the reels that are like, get ready with me or day in my Mm -hmm. life. And it's Mm -hmm. the same thing every time (laughs) who watches it three times in a row this girl this girl does (laughs) and it's because and that's not even like it's that alone is not a bad thing to share like (laughs) i'm not saying that that's a bad thing to share i'm just saying that we've become obsessed with other people's lives when really we could be spending that time learning how to love others well with christ yeah um yeah 
yeah, so final points. Um, the, the last thing I wanted to hit on was maybe you're listening to this and you're like, sister, you are an extrovert. You love to share. You love to move on with life in this big sharing way. Like, yeah, I don't relate. I don't like to share my emotions are my emotions. I don't even feel them myself. I hate emotions. Um, I am, yeah, like my sister can be this way. <laughs> God bless her. <Yeah. laughs> She's just like, Courtney, you're making everything a big deal and it's not a big deal. Or I'll ask her like, how are you feeling? You're being a little weird. And she's like, I'm honestly like, she's kind of like a dude in that way. Where she's like, I'm not really feeling anything. I'm just like here. <laughs> and it's not like she's like not sharing. She's just like, doesn't have anything to share. And I've just like cried on the couch sitting across from her for the last 30 minutes. So <laughs> it's like being this way is not a bad thing, like in any way. Um, but like with that, you either are absolutely killing it and have amazing intimacy with Christ because you are in control of your emotions really well and you know how to share those with him very easily. Or maybe you're really struggling with sharing with him and you don't have great intimacy with Christ because you are unaware of your emotions and you don't know how to express those properly even in prayer with Christ who is all accepting and loving and that can lead to you feeling isolated or feeling like you don't have any friendships or feeling like you don't have any community and with that you naturally are also falling into living through reality tv and people that overshare on social media so that you can still have that like thirst quenched for mm -hmm relationship because everyone is made for relationship regardless of their emotional intelligence and ability to share or overshare right and so it gives you the feeling that you're doing something that you are moving forward with growing in relationships and friendships but really you're just living through screens or living through ideals that aren't real and again settling for that counterfeit relationship when you're made for something more than that right and it's actually leading you to harm yourself in a different yeah. way mentally right and so I wanted to give some tips if you feel like you're in that position of isolation and like feeling misunderstood um, or just not sharing or desiring community in any way. Um, and I like thought through these with Megan and I think that they're very simple because we were like, okay, how did we become friends? Like we're going back to that episode of us talking about how we became friends. I don't remember the name of it right now at all. Oh, get in loser. Let's be holy. Go listen <laughs> yeah. to that. If you want to hear our friendship, that's hilarious that I don't remember the title of my own podcast, but, um, yeah, these are some of the tips that we thought through of like how we actually made a holy friendship because there are a lot of times that a lot of people have asked me like, how do you make community? How do you make good friends? How do you strive for holiness with other people? Because a lot of friendships don't actually share that good vulnerable stuff, you know? Um, yeah. And so these are some practicals that we've put together for you. One, look for something that you have in common with that friend. Just like with dating, you're like, oh, we both like the same TV show. That's kind of cute. We should watch that TV show together and get to know each other more. Um, do something like that. Two, test your trust with them. Mm -hmm. With testing trust, that can be anything. It can be, so what are your parents like? And then they share a lot about their parents. And then they say, what are your parents like? And then you share a lot about your parents. And then you kind of shared a little personal thing of your past that wasn't that personal. But now they know something more about you that's a little bit more dense. And then you tiptoe into something a little bit more. And then a really classic fun topic for women. So tell me about your ex-boyfriend. 
Oh boy, <laughs> grab a pint of Ben and Jerry's and have a ball. You're welcome. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like tiptoeing into trust, you know, figuring it out. And then you start to open up about the real stuff with that friend, the current struggles, the the hardships that you're actually facing. And you start to have a little bit more of that like good friendship intimacy in a way of like really sharing something that's private and that you know they won't share with anyone else. Um, and then asking the Lord to teach you how to be a friend in the process of all of that too. Um, mm-hmm. Because it is scary to open up to people. It really is. And again, I want to reiterate This is not something that you need to do with every single friendship. We are Mm -hmm. not called to be best friends with a million people. All 12 of the apostles were not BFFs. (laughs) Like there were surely ones that paired off, right? Just like St. Therese was not BFF with all of the sisters in her convent. Like you are not meant to have that type of intimacy with every single person. Do not put that burden on yourself. I think that that is a really big thing that I want to share as I'm going through these little um, how to's, if you will. Yeah. And then lastly, remember that when you are vulnerable, you give permission to someone else for them to be vulnerable too. Mm-hmm. So really think about how you want to use that vulnerability because vulnerability can move mountains. It can change hearts. It can lead people to the gospel, but use it well, pray with it. Think about it with Jesus. Think about who you want to be vulnerable with. It's not something that you're called to do all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that kind of, wraps up this podcast and I was thinking about like I don't want to come off ever as a hypocrite and some of you are like Courtney you're talking about not sharing too much as you're sharing <laughs> like yeah you are you are a sharer you are a sharer dare I say an over sharer I'm gonna put that label on you you know <laughs> maybe you feel that way and there are times that I struggle with oversharing as everyone does. It gives instant gratification. It leads to likes. It leads to follows. Not all the time, but most of the time, especially with the new algorithm. But like, please know that I try my absolute best and I have been so convicted of this from the beginning Mm -hmm. that I know we are made for relationship. But the one relationship that always wins in my heart, in my desires to the core is the relationship that I have with Jesus. And so I have been, and I will continue to discern so deeply what I share and how I share it. And I have held back so many posts, so many podcasts, overcorrected things to try to keep that between Jesus and I, when he has asked me to keep it between myself and Jesus, because Mm -hmm. he is Lord of all. And I do not want to get to heaven someday and him say, Courtney Maeve, you shared so many things that I told you not to that hurt my heart. That hurt my heart. I don't want that for you. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. Then I would maybe go to purgatory. I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) But like, (laughs) we're not going there. I'm just saying that, like, consider, consider that intimacy with Christ is the top goal. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And. I am trying my very best to always keep that top priority in this ministry that I have felt called to within writing, within having a podcast and within mm-hmm. having an Instagram blog presence. Right. Um, yeah. And I'll continue yeah. to do that. Yeah. As your best friend, I will say that you, you take that as such a big deal. Like it's such a big deal for you to know that Jesus has his stamp of approval before you share anything. Yeah. And, 
yeah, I feel like you've just grown so much in that. And it's you're definitely someone to look to when it comes to oversharing or not, even though thank you. Like it's been this means a lot. journey for you. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That means a lot. That means a lot. Wow. So go live for relationship, but not the counterfeit kind. They're a waste of time, my dudes. A waste of time. So go live for the real stuff. Go live for Jesus. That is the goal. Am mm-hmm. I right, sister? You are Let's right, Let's hear it louder sister. for the people in the back. <laughs> Absolutely. So cheers. Here's to another week, everybody. Stay tuned. We got some fun, fun, fun guests coming up. I said that last week. And just to walk you through reviews again, if you could please leave us a review, that would be absolutely the coolest friend move of all time. Mm-hmm. You can only leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. So if you're a Spotify listener, if you could just hop over to Apple Podcasts, you already have yeah. it on your phone. You don't have to download it. Click that five on the stars. Write a little cute note. This is not just for my personal benefit of me reading what you guys think about the podcast. This actually helps the podcast itself get more stats for Apple to use for them to push my podcast for people to hear what I have to say. So if you think that this podcast has something that someone else should hear, I want this podcast to go to the masses. I want it to go out to people that have no idea who Jesus is. And I want it to be spread like wildfire. And that is something that you can do to help it actually do that. So go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, share it with a friend, spread the word. Let's get everybody in love with Jesus and speak in truth. Love it. Love it. Okay. Toodles, my buddies. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.